Cherry Ann Carew is an online business coach and Amazon multi bestselling author who supports emerging business owners to simplify their startup journey, often saving them months, even years of time. She also helps existing business owners who've reached a plateau to fix any revenue leaks and gaps so that they scale, earn uncapped income, and live life on their terms. So join me today as I have the pleasure of interviewing Cherry Ann Carew. Welcome back to the Pursuing Profit with Principles podcast. So glad that you're dropping in to listen to us today. I have an amazing guest on today. I have Miss Cherry Ann Carew. And Cherry Ann and I have been uh, working together and friends now for a little while. And she's delightful. You're going to love her. But let me tell you a little bit about her. She's an online business coach and an Amazon, now listen to this, folks, an Amazon multi-best-selling author. Okay, powerful there. She supports emerging business owners to simplify their startup journey, often saving them months, even years of time in the process. She also helps existing business owners who've reached a plateau in their business. for, And she helps them fix any revenue leaks uh, or gaps so that they can scale earn uncapped income, and live life on their terms, which I love. Welcome, Cherry Ann. Great to have you here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Well, we want to dive right in and learn a bit about you. And so I wonder, would you take a couple of minutes and just share your journey? What brought you to where you are now in, in your business? What does that journey look like that uh, brought you here? Oh, it's been a long <laughs> journey, but not, not a difficult journey per se, but a long journey in that uh, my background is pretty diverse. Um, I'm from London, England, and uh, I worked in corporate, which included banking, insurance, legal, local government, and uh, all that uh, good stuff. So I do have, you know, pretty good uh, corporate experience uh, behind me there. And um, I'm pretty adventurous and I have a lot of family who live here in the States. And so over the years, outside of traveling to, you know, various other countries, I visited the U.S. almost on a sort of a fortnightly, a fortnightly basis and uh, just decided that I needed a change. So the long and short of it was uh, about 20 years ago, I moved to California and uh, worked in corporate here um, as well for an environmental company. And that was essentially because I wanted to have a feel of uh, what working in uh, corporate was in the US. But just to backtrack a little bit as well, um, including one of the other, a uh, couple of the other jobs that I had in London, one was as a sports writer and a sports editor. Um, and writing is, is a love and a passion of mine. So um, I wasn't surprised when I ended up in, um, in, in that category for want of a better term in terms of uh, work. So the plan was when I moved over here was to, um, uh, sit on a patio with my laptop and write <laughs> books, write best-selling books and, you know, do all that good stuff, which to some degree I did. Um, but I also um, co-owned a um, recruiting agency as well. So I have both online and offline um, experience, so to speak. Um, 
as I was writing, evidently one has to uh, get uh, visibility and market their books and things like that. So I fell into essentially starting an online business by, you know, putting up my website, you know, portfolio and getting into uh, the marketing and writing um, and publishing aspect of things. And uh um, I kind of joined some, not kind of, I joined some groups uh, uh, within the writing arena. And one of the things that we did was edit each other's books and critique it and things like that. Right. And uh, many people, you know, started asking me to edit their books and help them to write it. And I thought, well, you know, I can make a business of this. So I did. Um, my first online business was called Writastic Solutions. So I was a book coach where I have people, um, you know, organize their books. Uh, write it, publish it, whether they wanted to go traditional or self-publishing, and of course, marketing. And uh, what I found over the years was that I actually enjoyed helping them uh, set up their online businesses, as well as while I was doing that as as my own business, it uh, shortened my writing. I just didn't have time to do any writing because I was also editing books and all that good stuff. So um I found that I, though my passion for writing is still there, I didn't enjoy the actual book coaching aspect of it. So I shifted and um, decided that I was going to start helping um, emerging, you know, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs start their online businesses, not necessarily alone within the uh, the book business, any business model um, that I feel that I can evidently help them with. So that's essentially what I did. I rebranded and it's now cherryandcrew.com. And uh, what I do is provide one-on-one services. Um, to clients to help them uh, to uh, circumvent their uh, their learning journey because um, as you're aware it's it's like a puzzle or you know uh, like a tree with many branches there are many hybrids and uh, it could be very confusing and uh, most people tend to um, not that there's a linear where a linear sort of fashion per se but they are principles and, and steps that you need to take so that you don't don't um, you know waste money, waste time, and and get bogged down. Um, so that's essentially what I do. I, I love the puzzle reference because I recently had a conversation uh, with another person who talked about you know growing, building a business is like trying to put together a jigsaw puzzle with a not having any idea what the end result looks like, and b not having all the parts, not having all the puzzle pieces. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And and you know, there's such a myriad of 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 varying ways that one can take. And uh that's where that uh, overused cliche of shiny object syndrome comes yes, in. You know, you, exactly. you get bugged down but this will help you and this will, you know, by by the end of, you know, the day you can do this and you can do that. But every single step is a learning curve. Yes. And um, that that's where, you know, a lot of people can either go the wrong way or or just you know, it's just stay. Their businesses stay. They're they're just not moving anywhere. It's right. They get caught up in consumption mode. They're consuming yeah. more than they're actually taking action. And don't you find that your coaching helps them to gain the clarity to create the filters to filter out all those shiny objects? It does. It does. I actually um, sort of mentioned this in in my about page on my website, and I've had a few people um, mention that specific aspect uh, where they say, you know, I'm getting caught up um, in the consumption aspect. I'm buying this, I'm buying that, I'm Mm -hmm. going through them, but I'm not actually uh, doing anything. So with the one-on-one, it does. It does give them, you know, clarity because um, I find uh, just like how-tos, step-by-step really works because um, it's, it's just, in like in anything in life, if, even if you want to cook something, 
there's a step-by-step process. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's how you minimize it. You get the thought first, you know, <laughs> sort of um, be aligned with an idea, a thought of like, I'm, I'm going to make, I don't know, spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> so you have that thought and then what's the next step after that, you know? Right. You look for the ingredients and then you have to go and get the ingredients, you know, and uh, then we can go through all of that. So the step-by-step process really gives them um, uh, much clarity because, again, like food, it is a science to it, you know, because you mm-hmm. have that food combination aspect of things. Right. So, um, you know, why am I going to do this and uh, use this and how is it going to affect me? You know, is it gluten-free or what have you? And the same is true, you know, in business. I'm evidently dumbing this down and making it as basic as possible. But it's the same principle. If I take this yeah. step, where is it going to take me? And is exactly. it going to get to my goal or is it going to be long-winded? And is it, uh, should we say, spaghetti against the wall? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some folks might not understand that reference, but I do. Okay. <laughs> and I, I'm really glad that you used the word clarity because Without that clarity, we are truly like ships without a rudder, right? We're just mm-hmm. kind of floating around in any direction. And we're taking advantage of every shiny object that comes our way because we're hoping it's the magic bullet that's going to get us where we need to go. You right. know, it comes back to that that piece about entrepreneurs not knowing what they don't know. So we're grabbing at straws, trying to find the right thing because we don't know what it is. We don't know who to ask. We don't know what to ask. So, right. oh, that sounds good. Let me try that. Maybe that'll get me where I need to go. Oh, well, let's try that one. The other one didn't work because it's just sitting on my hard drive and I haven't done anything with it. Let's try this one over here. <laughs> and the, the interesting uh, thing is uh, most, if not many, of those shiny object syndromes, so to speak, are essential to their business, but they're probably not ready for it ah, yet. Good point. So sort of like put in the cart before the horse. Yes. And that is where it becomes problematic um, because, you know, maybe both know that, that that does not work. You know, right. maybe you might get a little, you know, leeway somewhere, but it just doesn't work. Yeah, very true. And mm. so, so you help them with the clarity and, and I, I kind of hear that you're building a, helping them build a roadmap as well. Is that mm-hmm. true? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk to us about that roadmap. Yeah, generally works. I sort of refer to it as a framework, which is, you know, essentially the same. But um, evidently it starts from, you know, the seed of an idea, what it is you want, you know, the, their visions and their goals. And um, oftentimes um, I don't necessarily say, okay, you know, let's plan out a 10-year goal. But I do like to say, okay, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Good. So especially, uh, you know, if um, you're in corporate and, um, you know, you're fed, you're fed up of ladder climbing. So in 10 years, you evidently don't want to see yourself in, in you know, within corporate. So that's one aspect. Yeah. You could perhaps be uh, maybe wanting to start a family, whether you're in corporate or not, or you already, you know, have a young family, but you wish to, you know, uh, gain some uh, financial independence and, and work from home, perhaps replace, you know, the salary that you had before, whatever right. the case. So, you know, um, it depends where they are. So let's just use someone who has maybe young kids, uh, two and three. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Your kids will be 13, you know, or what have you by right. then. 
brief overview of how do you see yourself. Some people haven't even given it a thought. Um, right. So that opens an element of clarity for them in that, oh, you know, they might not even be thinking about themselves per se, but they're thinking of their kids, how they see mm-hmm. their kids in 13 years. And evidently that, in, you know, falls it incorporates with their, their thought process um, right. of how they see themselves because they obviously have to make it happen for how they think or wish for their kids to be at that age. So, you know, we would just get a quick overview on something like that. And then I would just um, say, okay, let's work backwards in five years. You know, if you want to get to where you want to get to, where do you see yourself in five years? And then we, we just, you know, come down to this is where we are now and this is what you'd like to do and you know I'd probably get into a bit of well is this your passion though I don't believe that you have to be passionate about you know something that you you know you wish to start in business I do feel that if you are passionate about something it does make life a hell of a lot easier with your marketing (laughs) and copy now obviously I'm going a little bit advanced there because you know I'm experienced and I can see how all these things will uh, get into play so if they're passionate you know great I I think they're halfway there Um, and you know they'll be more motivated to do things Um, but if whether they are or not, you know, we just define exactly what it is they want to do. And then we would go through the motions of how we would test it, you know, get a proof of concept. And so it's, you know, relative to, you know, is there an audience for it? Where do you do your research to ascertain uh, where your audience is, what you're going to do to reach out to those audiences? Um, Are you going to be selling products or services or affiliate marketing or e-commerce you know so we we dive deep into what it is they want to do whether it's perhaps start a craft business or dog training or whatever the case may be and then you know we put together we start putting together that um, action plan or framework on how to approach it you know sometimes that's really good jerry and but sometimes we have an idea for a product or a service that isn't tested out yet. Right. And we don't really know if there's an audience for it. Right. How do you go about helping them do that? Test out their theory of what, you know, because it, it's it's sad to go through all of the work of setting up a new business and then find out that nobody wants that, what you have to offer. So how do right. you work with that? Yeah, and that's where the um, it's not necessarily important that you're passionate about something because just because you're passionate about something does not mean that it you know you can monetize that there there's right. just um enough people to sell it to to monetize it if your goal is to earn whatever figure you put x figure that you wish to earn you know per annum or per month or what have you right. so um so with regards to ascertaining what there is, there there's so many different ways. Uh, I mean, I've I've been online for about two thousand six or seven, and uh, you know the the whole landscape has really really changed <laughs> yeah. in, on a daily that, basis now, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in that, as much as it could be, you know, uh, should we say difficult to some degree, um, it is still a lot easier. But if you don't know how to go about it. That's where the difficulty comes in. One of the things I always say with online business is actually um, pretty easy to start. It's pretty simple to start, but it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily easy because you have to put in effort. Um, So, um, 
you know, there, there's the usual, you know, avatar, which is, you know, finding out who your ideal uh, client is or customer. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are many places that you can, you know, you can find that information at YouTube, Amazon, um, ClickBank, um, you know, forums. You mean I have uh, to do some research? You have to do some research. <laughs> but it's really, it's not as daunting as I said, as, uh, as, as how um, it used to be back in the day. Um, right. It was really difficult. But now it, it, if you know how to to look for it. Right. It's, it's essentially in our faces. You can use Google, good old Google. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get advanced and, and use softwares like uh, tools like uh, SEMrush, uh, which uh, in five minutes, you, you you can tell if you, you know, where your audience is um, and how, how you can get to them. You can find quick keywords. You can also check out your competitors and uh, competitors are very good because it, it demonstrates that there's a market for whatever right. it is that, that you're yeah. researching. Um, so there, there are varying, varying ways in, in which, you know, you can do that. You can do polls, you can do uh, surveys, but uh, naturally that depends on, uh, let's say, for example, you've already started and perhaps you have, you know, maybe a group in Facebook or something like that. You can poll them or survey them. But if you don't have that, there are other means, you know, where you can you can find that. You can find that in magazines. Right. Uh, yeah. So naturally, again, it depends on your business model, but right. most businesses have magazines and things like that. So you can find out the psychographics and demographics from them. Many, many ways. Many ways. But it's important mm-hmm. that we do that research. It's important oh, yeah. that you know, because yeah, yeah, so many times, I mean, often it, it has happened many times. I'll put it that it way. It happens all the time. <laughs> It happens all the time because yeah. many many people just don't do that. They just think, okay, I'll just put up a website, and right. this is what I'm going to either sell or you know, right. uh, either sell. I'm I'm going to sell it, be it yeah. a product or a service. And sometimes they haven't um, they they create the product before they actually know yeah. if anybody's going to buy it. Hence the proof of concept. Right. Uh, but that is the backwards way of, of approaching it. Um, yeah. You know, many, many successful entrepreneurs will tell you that is not the way to go about it. You, you know, you you actually create the product as you're selling it, so to yeah. speak, or yes. testing it, one or the other, yeah, or both. <laughs> and then, you know, can you speak to the element of uh, that your product or service should be solving a problem? Absolutely. Would that you speak is the to whole that? Idea. Yeah, that is the, the whole idea because we're either solving a problem or we're um, giving people what they want. And that could be on the, let's say, entertainment side. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have necessarily have to be a problem because, you know, even if you want to get involved in doing something that entertains people, it, it's not right. a problem. It's a want. Right. Right. Um, so, but it doesn't matter what it is. So I don't know. Let's say... Um, Shopping online, you know, getting your groceries, you know, delivered. That is not a problem, but you're solving an issue, be it time or what have you, for someone making their life a lot easier. Right. So, um, but the problem is generally um, what most people, should we say, suffer from. We all have, I don't know, um, could be personal issues with our confidence or, or whatever it is. And, you know, you may, you know, someone may want to, you know, be a life coach and help people to gain confidence, to help them to right. achieve whatever it is they want to achieve. Or it could uh, be, um, you know, creating a step-by-step um, product that helps them to market 
their products or their services. So yes, it, it, the whole thing revolves around, uh, should we say, you know, solving uh, a problem that is the most important thing. And, you know, it's easy to sort of look around at your competitors and think, well, they're uh, solving it. Uh, so I don't know, you know, what can I do? It's already done. Yeah, right. That is a very, very common mistake. But you and I both know uh, that, you know, no two people are the same. Exactly. And uh, we're not going to resonate uh, with everyone like supermarkets. We have supermarkets that we, you know, we prefer to go to. Not all of them resonate with us. Right. Uh, unless we don't have a choice. <laughs> right. Um, but again, you know, I'm dumbing it down a little bit just to, to um, sort of give a nexus as to how it all works. But um, but most certainly you, you have to... Um, find what the problem is and um sometimes some people don't even realize that they actually have a problem which is a True. need yeah so True. uh so they may think that they just want something uh but then as you get you know working deeper with them then they realize how necessary hence it's a need to really get them going as opposed to thinking oh i just want this because you know it feels good or i feel that it would benefit my business right. mm. Let me ask you this. What have you seen um, since all the impact of last year? Oh, dear. <laughs> what have you seen in the way of up-and-coming entrepreneurs? Have you seen a, a real increase in the number of folks that are reaching out to you for help, uh, uh, the people who seem to be interested in, in getting coaching help? And then in that same vein, would you also talk about the power of having a coach in your life and your business? Sure. Uh, yes, I have. Um, and naturally, I think we can put it down to the uh, the still current circumstances that stemmed from last year. Yes. Um, you know, a lot of people being out of work and they're at home. So they're looking for a side business or somewhere that they can do that. And um, some people had given thought to it uh, previously, but never got around to it. And uh, being in that situation, being at home, more time on their hands. Uh, did you know a lot more research and um, either decided that they wanted to step into it um, one because it's something they always wanted to do two it doesn't seem so bad being at home actually you know that's one of the other aspects <laughs> um, I, I was quite intrigued uh, to to come across that um, because some people they they just like the the working dynamics um, right uh, whereas I, I I can fit into both personally. I you know doesn't bother me um, either. I shouldn't say it doesn't bother me. I actually like working at home because you know yeah, the flexibility too. and I can work yeah. you know at my own pace, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but that that brings up another aspect in terms of um, discipline. You have to discipline yourself. So that's another uh, that's a mindset that you have to develop. You know. But yes, I I did actually um, come across quite a few people who reached out. And, um, you know, wanted to find out how they can uh, work from home. And um, in that same vein, uh, many of them became clients. And uh, that will sort of fall in line with your next question as to, um, you know, the benefits of having a one-on-one -on -one coaching. Mm -hmm. uh, I just think it's the best thing in the world uh, because when you can get questions, um, your questions answered, or even if not answered by the coach, but they can refer you. Um, that in itself saves time. But I, I think it it um, 
it builds, it definitely helps to build their confidence, especially mm-hmm. if they're totally new to it. Some people, you know, may have dabbled along the way. So they're, you know, they have an idea of, of what needs to to take place, but they just haven't been able to put it in a step-by-step process and see traction. Um, so I know for a fact from my own experience of having, you know, ovarian coaches that it, it, it saves a lot of time it really yeah, does save a lot of time absolutely. And, you know time is of the essence you know can you believe it's a year since this this COVID yeah. uh, started and uh, we're still in the same position you know <laughs> it's not worse you know or people... that we're already at the end of January I mean New Year's was yesterday and here we are at the end of January <laughs> there you go yes so uh, so I, I think you know with that it um you know, I, I usually tell people, you know, when you're approaching anything, approach it with a sense of urgency. But I don't mean in an, in 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 that that you have to rush things. Right. But set goals and and really work towards it because before you know it, you'll be at the end of February. Yeah. And exactly. March, and you're still thinking about it. Right. If it's important to you, it's so important to um, to get the clarity, and that that's where the one-on-one coaching yeah. comes in. Um, no disrespect to group coaching, uh, you can still get very good, um, you know, feedback from that as well. But um, I, I think uh, it's demonstrable in many many fields that one-on-one coaching really helps sports, uh, music, entertainment. Yeah. Uh, you know, are um, good examples of uh, you know outstanding people who have had right. you know one-on-one coaching so it, it, it helps to, you know to build whatever muscle it is that needs right building. and you know a good coach will be able to establish you know what you need to work towards to really get you where you're going so right yeah right. that 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 is essential to me you know to to help my clients to really feel good in themselves be aligned mm-hmm. with what it is that they want to do because um Personally, I feel that's very important. If you're not aligned with what you're doing, you're just not going to be motivated, you know, to do it. But if you're feeling yeah. good about, you know, what you're doing and the results that or transformation that uh, that they're getting and um, that their clients are getting, uh, life becomes a lot easier. Your work life becomes a lot easier. So true. And even folks like you and I have coaches, right? Because you, you need someone who can be outside of you and what you're doing to look at that at things and give you a, a different perspective and and yeah. you not only the different perspective but that they've walked further down the path than you have right and that's that's very very important when you know getting a coach you want to you know get a coach who has the experience they've been there they they understand exactly what you're going through uh they know all of the um the problems, if you wish, that that comes with um, um, a lack of understanding and approach and how to do things, so they can help you circumvent um, yeah. the the time frame um, right. that it would probably normally, you know, take someone without a coach. Uh, so I think investing in in a coach, um, albeit also investing in yourself, is is very important. Very yeah. important. Right. And one of one of the things um, naturally, I work with people um, who. Um, want to do different things they have different business models um but one of the things i always find fascinating is uh with coaching be it one-on-one coaching Mm -hmm. or coaching and many um emerging coaches they don't really want to invest in themselves uh whether they can afford it or not 
um, oftentimes they don't feel the need to because they, you know, they know a subject matter that they feel that right. they can coach. But they will uh, want to get clients to pay them a certain amount, should we say high ticket. Right. Uh, but they have no experience of what it feels like to invest right. a certain amount right. um, to get um, the feedback that is congruent with what they have paid. So how could you want somebody else to pay you that, uh, that right. fee uh, when you're not, uh, you have no experience with that? Because if you do, you know the benefits that you can then impart to them yes. and let them see the benefit of it. So there's all those little psychological uh, barriers that they, you know, they have to overcome. Yeah, yeah. so true. Mm. So true. <laughs> so as you know, Jerry ann we ask uh, three questions here specifically that uh-huh. we want to engage you with. And uh, so let's dive into those. Are you ready? <laughs> I am. And I really like those questions, actually. Awesome. They're different. <laughs> awesome. So our first question is, you know, what is a leadership principle that has served you well in life and business? Uh, listening. Wow, very good. Listening, yes. I do think that that's very important because there's so much noise out there and we filter things out, don't we? And uh, sometimes we filter out those all-important things that that people are talking about and that they're experiencing. So for me, both personal and and business, listening is very, very, very important because then you actually hear what, you know, the problem yeah. is as opposed to just glossing over it. So I feel personally that that is uh, something that has enabled me to help my customers and clients with their needs and wants just by listening. And, and listening, not with the intention of how I'm going to answer this, but listening to hear what that person says, right? Absolutely, absolutely. I had a teacher who used to to tell me the art of a conversation is not just talking, it's listening. Right. And, uh, you know, that is the most important to do less talking and more listening. And we've all heard the adage, you have two ears, one mouth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's what I tell myself. I have two ears, use it. <laughs> and uh, so frequently when we're listening, we're listening with the intention, or we're here, we come up with something in our own minds of like, oh, I want to say this back to that. Yes. And we're focused on that and we totally lose what the person was saying. We're not listening. Once we do that, we cease listening unless we call ourselves to account for it. And call ourselves back and say, okay, wait a minute, I, I've got to listen to this. And what I'm thinking right now is not important. What they're saying is what's important. And exactly. then I'll respond appropriately. Just, right, yeah. right. As opposed to sort of preempting. Because oftentimes we, you know, we tend to know what's going to come out of the of the mouths of somebody else. But then there's that added something that you're, we're so quick to answer that we miss that all important added something had we listened properly. True. And one of my great faults that I work on constantly <laughs> is thinking that the person is finished saying what they're going to say. And and I jump in and they weren't finished. And my business partner used to say to me, I just took a breath. I wasn't done. <laughs> I think we've all been there. <laughs> we still do. <laughs> I was looking at um, a program not so long ago and they had a panel of three people. And, uh, you know, they would go from one to the other. 
and they took so long to get to the third person. She, you, you can see her impatience. She was, you know, reaching out and putting her hands up, and she just yeah. wanted to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> we all, yeah. More times than I want to count. <laughs> Yeah, so that is something that, you know, I've, I've uh, learned to do and, um, you know, I, I still do because there are times, of course, you know, I still want to interject, uh, but I, you know, force myself to to really listen and, and also to think about my my response as well. Yeah, great. Yeah, that's a, a great leadership quality. It truly is. So my second question for you is, and we've talked about pursuing your passion throughout this interview. But how has pursuing your passion, your purpose, your passion impacted the success of your business? <sighs> or are you pursuing your your purpose and passion? I think I always have been, and I think I always will be. And, um, you know, I mentioned my first passion is actually writing. So um, I will always, uh, you know, keep going with that and how it's impacted my business um they are techniques and principles and strategies for everything and the same is true for you know book writing um and that has crossed over into my coaching so hence how it impacts my business it, it enables me to really break things down and simplify it uh you know to the understanding of of uh, the person whom i'm coaching uh, because with writing a book, um, and I write both fiction and nonfiction. So within the fiction realm, you know, you have to have your synopsis, your outline, you know, from the seed of an idea, your characters and, and the conflicts and the character traits, so the whole character breakdown and the scenes and what have you. So it's very, very, very step by step by step by step, you know. So by the time you have finished outlining the book, you know what steps it is you have to take. So that has overlapped in, in, into how I coach because mm. I'm really able to break things down in, you know, small components that I feel that is easily right. um, digestible uh, for mm -hmm. people as opposed to, uh, you know, there, there's a whole litany of things and you have to do this. So even if there is, you know, you compartmentalize it and take it step by step. And um, it doesn't mean that, you know, it has to be in a linear fashion. You can still spend five minutes on something else, like, let's say, marketing. But in the process, you're you're spending maybe an hour a day or an hour a week, whatever suits you to focus on a product that you have, you know, have a proof of concept and you know that it's, it's a viable product that you want to launch. Um, but um, that that has most definitely overlapped in, into how I work. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Thank you. And then the third question is, what is a profit strategy that you've used in your business that's helped you grow your business? Um, outside of the coaching, affiliate marketing. Oh, yes. yes. You're very I, good at that. Yes, <laughs> Talk to us I about love that multiple, briefly. I love multiple streams of income. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I was speaking to someone the other day and, um, and, and you know, uh, breaking it down. It's just like if you're in a corporate job and you have a part-time Saturday job somewhere else or an evening job somewhere else. It's 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 the same principle. Um, so affiliate marketing is is one of those um, that I have um, that is a pivotal part of of um, what I do, and I, I really do enjoy it. I find it easy simply because I've you know gone through the process. Um, I know what works for me, mm 
And, um, you know, I work towards that because there are many different uh, functions to it and there are many different ways in which you can approach it. But in answer to your question, that that is one. Right. And it doesn't take a ton of your time either, right? No, no. Once you once you have an understanding of, of you know, what it is and how to approach it and, you know, um, you, you set the time, you'd obviously appropriate time to do uh, what you need to do, be it a launch or what have you. You can just set it up and let it do its job. Very good. Yeah, that's where automation is very handy. (laughs) Yes, automation. So we are um, coming to the end of the interview here, Terry ann and I know that you and I discussed uh, a gift that you would like to offer our listeners. And so I'd like you to share with us what that is. And folks, all of the information will be in the show notes so that you can come back, you know, and and catch that later. But um, would you share with us, Terry ann what you're offering them? Sure. I have three nice little freebies um, if anyone is interested. The first one is um, uh, five simple steps to start your online business. And I would recommend even if someone has started their business, not if they're fully established, but even if they've started, it it is um, good to at least go back and review. So that gives you the sort of nuts and bolts that not everything in it is necessary uh, to start out, but it is uh, a good overview of what as you build your business um, that you need to take into consideration. And the second one is a one-page business plan. Um, oftentimes, again, many people don't actually put a, a business plan uh, together. And I know I used to think um, that, you know, it's a 30, 40-page tome <laughs> to put a business plan together. So, you know, everybody would shy away from that. And I used to as well. But this one page uh, literally just breaks down, again, the nuts and bolts of what it is you need. And as you grow, then you can expand on it. But it gives you, you know, a, a good overview of whatever, whatever business it is that you want that you can actually have in front of you so that when you get stuck, because you will do, and we all do, you can yes. revert back to it and pick it from there. And the third one is to do with uh, one-on-one coaching. It's a guide that uh, gives you, again, a brief overview of what it is. Um, you know, you'd like to start working one-on-one. And um, it's not one of those things, uh, guides is telling you one-on-one is the best thing since sliced bread. Uh, group coaching is very good, but it's more as um, another income stream. So if perhaps, you know, you do group coaching or whatever it is you do, it doesn't have to be that. You could be skilled in, you know, something else, but you want to work one-on-one so that you can have, you know, an additional um, income stream. Um, that's a nice little one as well that can uh, can help you to um, to earn more, if you wish. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you so much. I appreciate <laughs> your your gift to our listeners. So. Folks, I've been working with Cherry Ann for a while, and I can tell you she is amazing. And, uh, you know, I learn as much from her as as I give. You know, I mean, it's it's a great give and, give and take relationship that we have and sharing with one another. And uh, I strongly encourage you, if you're a new entrepreneur starting out um, and you're you're uh, confused about what that road looks like. Cherry Ann's a great resource, as well as if you've been in business for a while, as we mentioned in her opening, you know, she helps existing business owners as well. So um, Cherry Ann, thank you so much for being with us today. I so appreciate you coming on the, on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank awesome. you so much. Awesome. 
All right, folks, that will wrap it up today. We're so glad that you've joined us here on Pursuing Profit with Principles. And we look forward to you coming back. Bye for now. Thanks for listening today. As you can see, all entrepreneurs experience challenges in their business. Most of them have worked their way through them with the help of a trusted coach. So let me ask you, what's the biggest challenge in your business? Are you generating the profit that you desire? Do you know what systems you need in order to create more efficiency and profit in your business? Are you tired of working 60 plus hours a week and not seeing the returns? Are your relationships suffering because of the stress that you're experiencing? If any of this describes you, then schedule your 90-minute profit acceleration analysis with me today for only $97. This is a special price for my listeners only. The value of this call is easily over $2,000. We will find between $10,000 and $100,000 profit in your business and lay out a roadmap for you to be able to overcome all of these problems. So get your life and your profit back on track. Schedule your profit acceleration analysis today. There is no obligation and I'm not gonna do some hard sell with you. However, if you want my help to achieve the results from your blueprint, I'm happy to have that conversation with you about what that would look like. So schedule your call today. The link is below in the show notes. Do you know what your mission is? My next guest does. Barbara Ellison is on a mission to make happiness the norm rather than the exception and believes that part of happiness is being able to increase impact, influence, and income. Barbara works with heart-centered entrepreneurs to transform the personality of their message to attract their ideal audience. Join me as I interview Barb on our next episode.